0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather Slots. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service
2: for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
2: With Lucky lands Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: Familam, Family Lamb, welcome back to God Made Dirt the Podcast. We getting it in, man. And you here with the leading lady BK and your boys me. Marcel, be the MC. on God. Go get that single, Same as Plug. I'm going to keep doing it. Anyway, uh, the super dope, Pastor B, Money Mike, and last but definitely not least, the code breaker himself, Tarmel, man. when well, we have real conversations behind the curtain of religion. You know, the stuff that the church may be too holy or the world may be too embarrassed to talk about, we going to talk about it. Um, Today's convo, we going to get into the challenges of parenting someone in the L- G-B-T-Q-I-A community. Now, l- let me be honest. Mm-hmm. I-, I first really had to research that, right? Because I wanted to get it right. You know, um, GMD is a very um, graceful and um, we are compassionate to to all walks of life. So, we do due diligence in every way. So, me researching this to get that right was important to, to this show. So, um, this show is definitely going to touch a sensitive subject but i just want to make it clear that we approach this with an open heart because we operate in the kingdom of god which is love and unity and very inclusive right we are biblicrats um i just want to uh, get that across uh, so we're gonna dive into it but before we do man how's everybody doing how y'all week been going this week man what's up uh tarmel what up oh
4: man all good man just hanging out enjoying the weather like These frames, bro. Uh, get yeah, man. Fresh. L- a little something by uh, a designer you might have heard of him called uh Gucci. Okay, uh, yeah, man. But um, <laughs> uh, stay fresh, you know. Prior to your interruption, what I was, what I was trying to say was, <laughs> I was uh thoroughly enjoying my summer thus far. Uh, you know, good to see you guys, man. Mike, Mike, you know, how you enjo- enjoying Detroit so far?
0: Yeah, hey, man, Detroit is nice. Um, it's great, yeah. <laughs> enjoying myself had um you know some great meals some I, I think
4: i think it's some undertone to that because you know you give you give motown a hard time yeah, you man a hard listen time.
0: it's great man so far i mean i saw some sketchiness but sketchiness everywhere yeah, yeah. of course it is. you know that was i'm enjoying myself
3: bk what up what's good on the west coast man you know you're a representative out there
2: oh man it's nice The california is definitely living up to its name today it is hot it is beautiful. It is sunny. And everybody's out running around half naked trying to enjoy it while I'm in the house <laughs> with the AC on. Man, I like so. the,
3: I like that biblicrat T though. It's fire on you, man. For real. I'm loving right? it. Right. Look at it. Linda, Look, it at that. Look at that. Black girl magic, you did? Yeah, I is. love it, man. B, Thank what's you what's up, Pastor B, man? What's good with you, bro?
5: And this week been incredible. And uh You know, just you know, taking care of the family, Mm -hmm. making it making it happen, and uh, me and my wife got to go out and uh, have a good time, go on a little date, you know, and uh, yeah, we just chilling, man. Life is good.
3: That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So
5: no need to complain about what we can't control.
3: Exactly, ain't no point. Like 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 an old head told me one time, no use in complaining. It's like it's not like anybody will listen if you do it anyway. (laughs) So man, let's dive in. So y'all know it's Pride Month, right? (laughs) Mm Um, and uh, when you know when the the the, 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 the L B L G B T Q I A community is celebrated, right? Of course, want to get it right. Um, and I'm just I was curious because this is what sparked this. So I saw a pastor who's an MC also, who um, he had like this mission, and it was like take the rainbow back, right? And so it was almost anti-gay. That's how it felt when I first saw it. And so I I started to dive in like, man, at what point was the rainbow decided to represent this community? So I did some digging and um, I actually found that it goes back to 1978 when the artist Gilbert uh, Baker, an openly gay man and a drag queen, designed the first rainbow flag. Right. Baker later revealed that he was urged by Harvey Milk, one of the first openly gay elected officials in the U.S. to create a symbol of pride for the gay community. Baker decided to make that symbol a flag because he saw flags as the most powerful symbol of pride. As he later said in an interview, our job is to, uh, as gay people, is, was to come out, to be visible, to live in the truth. As I say, to get out of the lie. A flag really fit that mission because that's a way of proclaiming your visibility or saying, this is who I am. Baker saw the rainbow as a natural flag from the sky So he adopted eight colors for the stripes, each color. And I had no idea about this before I saw this, but says each color has its own meaning. Hot pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sunlight, green for nature, turquoise for art, indigo for harmony, and violet for spirit. So my question, man, the first one, man, as we dive into this, what's your thoughts on the rainbow going from you know it existed before this flag existed, so it essentially an you know a rainbow was was used to now represent this. But what's your thoughts on that, uh, BK? I want you to go first on this. Let us know your thoughts on the rainbow uh, rainbow flag.
2: Um, the rainbow flag for the community, um, for the the gay community. I, I think it's good. Uh, I don't know exactly, you know. Even with them,
4: I think we lost it for a four minute there.
2: It is. Um, however, I think it's fine with them using it. I think it's it's a good representation to take for themselves, if anything um it means something different to me but however when i do see it i know exactly where it belongs to and out here in california i know there's certain areas where when you go into certain sections of businesses that they have it outside they'll either have a mural painted up the rainbow on the side of a building or they'll have a flag up in the window when you get ready to come in and it's almost like hey you know this is um a gay owned business or we support gays or whatever uh in army to that. So I think it's a good representation for them to have pulled from. I like it.
3: Dope. Where you at on the money, Mike?
0: Uh like Brooke, I'm I'm cool with it. It doesn't offend me. It doesn't bother me, you know. I mean we have our you know, some people have their own things. And, you know, who am I to, you know, feel weird about it. Um yeah, I'm cool with it. Totally cool.
3: Where you at on the tarmac?
4: Well, so I I like the rainbow colors. Uh, I'm into multimedia marketing, so dope colors always. Right. You know it matters, right, to me. And so, I think for me the hardest part is when you enjoy the colors of the rainbow, but you don't want to give off the wrong. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? The wrong impression, and so now you're afraid you know you got to be comfortable in your masculinity or your perspective <laughs> right you know what i mean because uh the, you know necessarily the rainbow don't you know i still love the rainbow like you didn't you can't take the rainbow away right. you know what i mean like uh, color waves are, are hot. That's, that's that's where we at right now in, in the fashion lane so um but as far as them using that to represent them i'm cool with it i'm just going i'm going to enjoy the rainbow too <laughs>
3: right that, that's, that's what i mean well you had on the
4: past
5: yeah, I, you know, if that's the symbol that they choose to use to represent um their fashion or their lifestyle, I think that's totally that's totally fair. Um essentially and I won't, you know, be deep as it relates to what the rainbow um would would mean essentially as it relates to biblically, but what I'll say is, you know, if that's what they choose to utilize as their identifier, then that you know that's that's fair to them um I think you just have to be confident in who you are um and you have to be strong in who you are and um you know if uh they want to use that rainbow, the rainbow has many colors um you know kids typically like rainbows for the innocence of it and the sake of the colors and the beauty of it across the sky, and so, essentially, it'll mean to people, you know, to different cultures or different groups of people, different things. So, um, I don't, you know, it's a flag. It's you know, it's just like it, for them, it represents what the United States flag may represent as the country or um, right. things of that nature. Um, and so, you know, that's if that's their symbol of choice, that's their you know,
4: that's the symbol of choice. I do, I do. Feel like they, t- they 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 taking all the letters of the alphabet and all the colors. It's like. Stay some room for us. <laughs>
5: and I, you know, and I, I don't want to be offensive. I just, you know, like you, and I'm glad you made that point. You literally got to research it because it's a lot. It's a lot of letters, and yeah. I didn't even know that. You know, some of those words or some of those letters were utilized for other things. So, you know, you know, it's a, it's a rainbow.
3: So, here's my thing. Uh, I love rainbows, yeah. right? To the point where every time I see one. Outside, I take a, a, a picture in front of one, and you'll see that on my Instagram if you follow me, M A R C E L B underscore. Shameless plug. If you just you know, shameless plug. If you if you follow have? me on the gram, you'll see that I take pictures in front of uh, rainbows. I love rainbows. I wear right now. I'm wearing two different color shoes. Like I love color fabrics. I love rainbows. Right. Um. So at first, as we dove into this topic, it was uh. I, I kind of felt like, man, why, why did they have to choose that for that, right? But I started to think of, you know, a lot of times men, humans, we tend to just put these labels on things, right? Mm-hmm. So there is a population out here of men that are super macho that if you wore a rainbow on your shirt, they call you gay. Right. And that's the association man-made. Now there is a rainbow flag that this community uses, but a rainbow does not mean every person's gay, right? And then when we talk about children, children love rainbows, and I'm fine with this community using a rainbow flag, very much no problem with it. But what I don't want is for uh, children to be taught that rainbows mean gayness, Correct. right? That it can't be that as well, right? Rainbows are rainbows but this community uses a rainbow flag, right? When you think black, red, green, that's the black pride, right? I don't want my children thinking black, red, and green is only black pride. Black, red, and green is only black, red, and green. But there's a black pride movement that uses black, uh, red, and green.
4: And and, and those colors have uh, significance as well. Yep, You know what I mean? Black is the people, the, the red is the blood, the green is the land. Yep, And I think uh, the, the, the goal for the for
3: but the richness is part of it too, right? The yellow. So,
5: isn't rainbows on the front of Creole boxes?
3: Yep, yep. So, so that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't want it either way. So, it's not about the gay community when, as far as what we teach our children. Right. It's just really about us keeping things very no, this is that, and this is that. Those are two totally different things. So, I, I'm completely o- okay with it. You know, at the at the at the end of the day. Um, but a lot of this, uh, the community, the L, you know. And, and by the way, I want to break down, because a lot of people don't know what these acronyms mean, right? So LGBTQIA is lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and or questioning, intersex, and asexual and or ally, right? We all need education on this. Like, one thing we can't afford to do is just act like this doesn't exist. If you do that, then you are part of the problem. I will say that. So, um... And that's just me speaking. I won't speak for everybody here, but that's that's my view on it. So um, but these questions, you know, these conversations were magnified when Dwayne uh son now being recognized as his daughter, um, Zaya, was seen wearing a dress on Instagram. Right. Um, this was about maybe a year ago. Or so um, there was t- there was there was a ton of backlash um, around the dress and Dwayne and allowing his uh, then son to wear it. Right. Um, But my question is, because this kind of kicked off the transition that they announced from him going from a little boy to a little girl. But um, my question to y'all is, was this too early for his parents to support this decision? Um, Tarmel, what you thinking on that?
4: Uh, Again, the views on this panel are personal. Um, I really don't think it's a right or wrong answer to some of the things that we discussed our objective is not to really arrive to an answer, but to generate, answer to generate the so conversation. So forgive us ahead of time if so any way we insult time, anybody with our right. perspective. But, um, uh, so to answer your question, uh, in, so answer in, answer in your my question, opinion, I think I think he was too think young, think was young to be able to make, to make that decision itself. Um, I don't think his brain, fully, think his formed brain formed fully formed yet. And I think that as parents and protectors, we've got to, we've got to set boundaries. You've got to set the stage for them. We've got to let them them take their time before they make certain decisions. decisions. Choosing your sexuality sexuality when you went at that time time might be too big of a decision decision for somebody at that age age. from my perspective. What you think, Mike?
0: Yeah, I I agree. um, agree. um, Eight years old? That's crazy. You know, like... Yeah. For me... You know, for my daughter or my son, that was a topic. Like, I like you said, that's something that as a parent I have to put myself in front of and be like, "Hey, let's figure this out about this and this." But that's tough. Like you said, your brain is not
1: even—you're
0: not even thinking about stuff like that. Like, uh, for my eight-year-old, that that wasn't a a thing. You know, so I agree. Like, I have to—I have to put my foot down as a as a parent. And be like, hey, let's give this some time. Let's let's see, you know, if it is a, because people go through phases. Let's be honest, you know, whatever whatever that phase may be, you go through it. So you know, let's let's wait it out. Let's see what this really is. But to just, yeah, I couldn't do it. Where you at B? <laughs>
5: I'll say there's a difference between acceptance and enabling. Um, too early. Uh, I think that the consensual age to have sex legally is 16 or 17. At minimum, 17, 17. That's when you should be able to make your own decisions. And I think when I say it's too early, I say that because now I'm starting to, and I don't want to come off offensive, but then I start to question what is happening in the household. What is being represented? And I'm not talking. I'm not even talking. I'm not talking Bible Christian. I'm talking what is being represented from the man's perspective mm-hmm. that makes you feel comfortable enough to allow your son to make a transition for something he's not even really aware of. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make a transition so early like that, publicize it. Publicize it. I just think it. I think I it was too quick. early. I think there was some enabling happening versus accepting it and learning how to navigate around it. Um, I'm not in the shoes of Dwayne Wade, but I just think that when you speak generalized parenting across the board, uh, and I have a son um, and a daughter, but I have a son who's 11. And, um, you know, like Mike said, we, we've got to jump in front of it and we've got to have some conversations about how to navigate it and how to figure out
4: where it started. You know, it's no it's challenging. It's but we don't know how hard it was for him. We don't. You know what I mean? Like he could have really struggled with this topic and then went to some people he trusted and then they they may have gave him the feedback. So I don't really want to judge D Wade.
5: And that's why I said I'm not in his shoes. I'm not right. I'm not gonna judge that. Yeah. Um but again, there's there's a difference between acceptance and enabling. It doesn't matter where it happens. Right? right? Just because I accept it don't mean I approve of it. Difference, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean? So
3: um Let me ask y'all this. Um Yeah. So exposure leads to expansion. Mm-hmm. Is this a result of years of someone eight years old not sharing this with their parents, right? But then we get this this young child who was brave enough to have this conversation with their parents. Right. So now maybe this encourages other eight year olds who may be struggling with something similar. And that's really the focus where maybe the openness to have this kind of do- dialogue at home hasn't always been there. Right. Like there's some things that have changed over the years that that's a little more accepted, you know, a little more liberal, Absolutely. um, but it's also led to more transparency between uh parents and their children am i correct on that do you all feel that yep so so that's so what we may be seeing is just is is the tough conversation so this has been happening for years there have been 8 8 year olds for years that have struggled with sexuality some type of way that's such an early age to even have an idea of what sex is, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what you're saying. What's being represented? What are you being exposed to mm-hmm. in the home to even make you think there's attraction? Like my son is 11, and he still won't even talk about liking girls like like that. Like, and I can tell it's not a like you know it's not a he's not struggling with that. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He's not even thinking about girls to that level. Now I know he is at a certain aspect. He's a young boy, but. He's not in a. I want to make the decision to be this or be this. Well,
4: I, I, what I, I want to weigh in on that is, and we talked about this earlier in, in the pregame show, is trying. Gay does mean liking somebody of the same sex, right? But it also, in our culture, means the decisions you make. What do you wear? What, what mm-hmm. toys you play with? Mm-hmm. What, and so, it, it it cannot be sex yet, but it can still be, gay and i i, I think sometimes leading up to i got you and i think sometimes we think it's the same like at 8 years old he's not thinking about sex right but he's but at 8 years old he he
3: likes he's thinking about attraction
4: he's thinking about what he likes as far as his preference on what he dress how he feels things like that it's not necessarily uh sexual yet and okay. so I, I don't think we
0: so like for me it's just for instance, eight years old, I don't think I developed my favorite meal yet. You know, so that's why it's kind of hard for me to wrap my head around.
3: But it's a, di- that's it is, it's a different you day.
5: De- you, you pointed that out. And, right. And technology, too. Yeah. So,
0: and I, part of me feels like it do come from that pop culture, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Or, you know, you see somebody making a joke on TikTok where they're wearing a wig and stuff like that. And then you, it starts off with a wig that you may throw on a woman's shirt or or a man's pants if you want you know it start it's a domino effect you know yeah so and i all and i hate to say it this way but sometimes a parent can push your child that way to make you you know if you come from being bullied well you know you can be shifted this way a little bit this and that shifted this other way so i think parenting plays a major part in it yeah especially if you got those parents who's just trying to like you know be on the forefront because you know how you get these parents who try to live vicariously to the kids with sports. Mm-hmm. It's parents out there that would live vicariously to their kids through you know stuff like through this too. Mediums, so wow.
4: well, some folks feel like the kids were born this way. Some people believe in that in that perspective like yo they're you know and if it leads to them not being comfortable in their skin, you know, then then that's an issue. So you know, yes. It's,
3: so I got a, a close, a close friend that I knew we were doing this episode and, um, I have a, a, a really close friend is a gay male and, um, I had a conversation with him about this episode before we did it. Um, uh, again, I just wanted to represent this entire thing correctly. Right. And I wanted to really honor, um, how that community felt and sees things in their experience. Right. Um, and he told me at a very young age that, uh, he had his GI Joes having sex together at a very young age, but what I what I meant to ask him, and I'm am sure I will, is where did he get that though? Well, it had to come from somewhere. Learned behavior. Yeah, it's you know some things are instinct that we're born with, but there are there are a lot of learned behaviors. You know, so um, my question though to you, BK, is, do you think as as a society? we've found a way to understand the difference between wanting to be a gay man versus uh, wanting to transition to a woman because um, Zaya could have just been a gay male. Correct. You know? Um, But what if, you know, I guess we need to understand what influenced the decision to just transition to a totally different gender. You know, uh, um, Caitlyn Jenner is another one, you know? So you think, do you think we're still trying to figure out what that difference is? Brooke?
2: I think that goes for the individual themselves. Um, As far as Caitlyn Jenner waiting till she was as old as she was, could have just been because of the society changes, everything that she would have had to go through during that time. And also being, you know, Bruce Jenner, an Olympic champion and going through all of that to, to now times is very different, even from when I was young. To now. So, in seeing this, and even thinking back on friends that I've had grown up with, it's like the child knows at some point in time that they do not relate or they don't feel comfortable with their friends. And they start identifying with some of these friends. Like a little boy knows, like, hey, I don't think the same as this other little boy that's my friend. I think more like my little sister or her friends and how they behave. I feel more comfortable this way versus that way. I don't know why it is that way or why it comes up to be this way. But one thing I have seen and I've seen more lately, oddly enough on YouTube is videos with uh, people that have gone ahead and made the change and even has gone as far as to With Lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone
0: seen the bride and groom?
5: Sorry, sorry, we're here We were getting lucky in the limo and we
2: lost track of time
1: No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case I pronounce you lucky
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Make the change surgically where women have removed their breasts, gone through the hormones to be a man, and then up and decided like this was the worst decision I ever made in my life. Wow. I wish I never had made this change. I wish I didn't do this because, you know, I would have rather have stayed how I was, as, this was a mistake. So I don't know if it's in those situations to where it's pushed, but I think you should take cues for little kids as to when they're telling you like, well, I don't want to play with this person. I want to play with this person. I don't want to be around this person. Um, you know, I want to do this. I want to wear a dress. Can I wear this? Like, well, why? You know, Ask them how they want to ask us a million and one questions as to why, <laughs> and just kind of listen to them And just find out, like, well, what makes you think that this is this? And if you feel like they don't really know, and this is just a costume for them because of something that they've seen, then you just tell them, like, I don't think they're old enough. You'll know when a child is mature enough to explain to you what they're feeling on the inside. It won't go because of something they've seen. It's because of something that they feel like, well, why is it that... I can't wear eyeshadow. Why do girls have all the fun stuff? I'm like, well, what makes you think that that's fun? Because you look pretty. You, you want to look pretty? And it's like, well, well, why is this? Because that right there could be a cue of this little boy is tapping into his sexuality, or this little boy is just metrosexual. Hmm. He likes the way these things look because he's in tune with fashion. So I think it's more important that you listen to what your kids are saying instead of pushing an agenda like, oh, well, I think my son is gay. Therefore, let me introduce him more into these gay things because I want to be acceptant of him in that decision. Well, wait until he makes that decision, because obviously at a younger age, you're just trying to figure it out.
3: Sure, BK, so Don't push them
2: you, one way or another.
3: Let me ask you this. Do you think is there a Ziya way because there was a Caitlyn Jenner? You get what I'm saying?
2: I think there was a Zia Wade because there was always a Zia Wade. I think who that young girl is versus who Caitlyn Jenner is, is completely different. Um, Just those two stances alone. She identifies more as being a woman. I don't know if this young girl is deciding to make that change. For all you know, she could be a young girl or yeah, she wants to be a girl, but she's attracted to girls. And it's like, okay, well that would make sense. You're born a boy. If, if we're supposed to be sticking with, you know, male and female type thing, that would make sense. You feel more like a woman, but you're attracted to women. Mm -hmm. That's not making a change. Just like Caitlyn Jenner. Here it is. She dates women, but she wanted to be a woman. So it's, it's, it's really strange. It's very, in my opinion, it's very confusing, it's very complicated. And I'm just thankful that's not a decision that I personally have ever suffered with or had to make. And I feel like, especially as a Christian, I'm like, my heart kind of reaches out for them because everybody else, including society, makes it so hard for them to just figure out them because it goes against the societal norm. It's like show them a little grace and just just wait for them to figure it out. For me,
0: it, it I'm like Brooke. It is confusing because you don't know. So I have a, a homegirl and she's a she she's gay, right? But her her mate to be safe, her mate did a trend It was a female did the transformation to grow a mustache, cut her hair, got a, a, a brush cut. So I was I'm confused that wait, you know you can just be a girl and still date a girl, but you went through the whole transformation of looking like a guy just to date a girl. You get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it that that confuses me is that wait, you didn't have to do that to still date a girl, so that's that's where the confusing part comes in for me, and it's like I don't understand it, and maybe I just need to do a little more. Research on it, therefore I don't you know step on people's toes or offend nobody, but it is a confusing lane to be in.
5: Yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, it's tough because for me, it's difficult to understand. yes, because it's very confusing, and I think it's based on perspective. Like you said, you see a you see a girl who dresses like a guy to be with a girl and like you said it's like you could you could just be a girl and be with a girl
0: like you hear oh you know i like fem- uh, females say i like females because they're they're most sensitive to my needs but you allow the the female to do the manly things to you so i'm like because you get getting your cake and eat it too or are you trying to get the best of both well, worlds and it's
4: and it's and again we don't know nothing yeah, right so yeah. at the end of the day we want you guys to provide feedback on how you feel in yep. the near future. 100%. We're gonna have somebody on the on the uh, panel that's a specialist in this area, but sure. it's also tough to parent in this, in this time. It's overwhelming, man. It's yeah. uh, it's it's you know, it's it's tough to navigate between the the, the racial divides and then, and now sexuality at those young ages. It's just
3: yep. a different time, man. So that leads me to my next question for you, first, Tarmel. So. Yeah. Um, there's one thing to be... See what a, I can do to help. <laughs> <laughs> there's one thing to be uh, in Dwayne Wade's uh, position where, you know, your child brings this to you, right? Yep. I think that's super tough, first yep. off. That's, that's incredibly, uh, that's a big challenge. Right. And um, my hat's off to him for navigating it the best way he can, right? Yep. Um, but um, how do we teach our children um, that haven't brought this to us thus far to coexist with this, mm-hmm. you know, how do we do that?
4: yep, so one of the things that these shirts with the badges say is inclusion around the top,
3: inclusion only
4: um, and so in my house, we teach inclusion uh in my house, we also teach respect mm mm-hmm. you, you know what I mean, like never make fun of people from being for being different than you um. One thing that I've always believed is if you if you treat everybody the same, you ain't never got to treat nobody different. Mm. And so um respect is a lot of people want to say is earned, but no, nah, that's the baseline. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Respect is lost. Mm. In my opinion. That's good. And so uh, just because they are different or they want to wear something different or they like something different, to be honest, that's to me that's a growth opportunity. You know, if you can, I, I love being around different people. Um, I also hope that my, my my kids can wait a little while before they start to make those kind of decisions. Uh, in, in my house, I don't want them having AK-47s yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want them driving at 8, even though they might feel like they should be able to drive at 8.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and choosing their sexuality when God's chosen already, just I don't think that should be on the radar at 8. Right. So, that's my
3: that's my perspective. Nice. Pastor B. Where you at on it, man?
4: Yeah, it's it's
5: it's tough to um navigate and parent in this society, especially um when things are pushed on our children from a social media perspective, from uh a televised perspective, marketing all of these different things even in the schools. Um but for my house, um The Bible says, as for me and my house, Joshua says this, we're going to serve the Lord. And I teach, you know, my kids to not disrespect or disregard people for their choices. We love people where they are. Um, But like you said, it's inclusion. But in the same breath, I make sure that I try to exemplify by action and deed, good. what love is supposed to look like and how it was intended. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, my wife and I got two beautiful kids. I love on my wife. I teach my son at 11. You treat a woman with respect because they're exposed to so many other things anyway. 100%. They're already exposed to things at school, in the classroom, on the cell phones, whatever. So I want them to get the best exposure and that's the exposure that they're most used to. This is how you respect a woman. This is how you treat a woman. This is how you love on somebody when you married, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And these are some of the things you do. And then if you do encounter people that are different, you don't disrespect them or or talk about them. But it also don't mean that you have to associate or hang around them either. Mm -hmm. Because then now we got to have another conversation, right? Because that's how uh, questions start being asked and answered by the wrong party. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so... Because society changes, doesn't mean parenting has to. And that's the
0: problem that we're experiencing. Mm-hmm.
5: Parents are trying to tailor parenting to match what children are used to now seeing.
0: You're trying to, you're trying to, be, your you're trying your to be your child's friend, friend. Yeah. more yeah. than you being your yeah. parent. And yeah. you
5: have to be understanding of your children. You have to be. You have to have that open door policy to be able to feel comfortable for them to come talk to you. Because right. I'd rather them talk to me about it than to talk to somebody else. But at some point, you still have to have that overriding parent that says, mm. yes, I know you're having these feelings. Let's talk about where they developed. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about what you saw. And then let's, let's navigate it from there. So you don't shame them. You talk to them about it. You respect them. Um, but the greatest way uh, to prove and, 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 and see love is to exemplify it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? um exemplify what you want your tr- do your children to see i want my daughter to know this is how a man is supposed to love on a woman by the way i love on her mother i want my son to know this is the the way you're gentle and respectful to women you know just from a man's perspective mm-hmm. and then you know um my son like girls right um but you just have to you have to have those conversations.
4: And it's a it's a tough line to walk between. It is you know, meeting your kids where they at, yeah. which is very important, yeah. right? To me, and also teaching them uh, discipline and a standard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I try not to. I don't want I don't want to make them me, right? You know what I mean? Right. But I also want them to understand, like yo, that that fire is hot; it'll burn you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's a tough balance. So, okay. what about you, Mike?
0: Yeah, as Person on this this table with the oldest child, I have a 17-year-old. There you go. So my job with her growing up from a baby to a 17-year-old was to show her and teach her my upbringing but still try to stay in that area to where I have to be able to relate to, right? So morals come first. I'm going to teach you what I was taught and what I've, I did and sometimes what I should have did, right? Yep. But with that, I always keep myself available to hear things. So, for instance, my my mom was not having sleepovers. Mm. You were not going to a sleepover, cause that's where it starts at. Mm-hmm. I already, I already lose you for eight hours in the day because of school. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there. So, whatever I can control,
1: huh. yes, as
0: sir. as the person mm-hmm. who sends you money, who take care of you, mm-hmm. yeah. No, nah, you're not going. No, you can't go over Jessica house. No. Nah. Right. You got two hours, y'all. yo know, and that might be too long, you know. So I'm if my daughter came to me and said, hey, dad, you know, I think blah, blah, blah. I think I'm attracted to her. We're going to talk. We're going to figure it out. I'm not going to sit here and go, oh, you grows." No, 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 that's not parenting.
4: I think at 17, though, it's, she's further in her developmental Agreed. process Agreed. than uh 8-year-old. Absolutely.
0: I, my yeah. job is not to teach my daughter 2021 20, because I wasn't born in 2021.
3: Right,
4: there you, go. you see what I'm saying? There you go.
0: I can't. I'm not going to teach her that. I'm not going to show her that because that that wasn't me. Now, like you, like we all saying, as she progresses, the mind develops different. Mm-hmm. Now she comes to me sixteen, seventeen. Now, yeah, now that's a discussion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to frown upon my child. Period. Because that's my that's my daughter, but that discussion becomes more wide open now because your minds developed. You know right from wrong. You yeah. know what you're doing. Stuff like that. So
3: yeah, so. As far as uh parenting and, and teaching them to coexist, uh in, in my house I don't allow racial slurs or uh gay slurs. I don't allow those either. Um so um and you know, I don't there's no you know, if you see a child that's special needs, there's no pointing you know, I th- I teach the pointing rude anyway at anybody. But um you know, no pointing out of people that appear to be different right? I think that's the first step to the teaching the them how to, to coexist. To the fact that you are going to see people that don't look like the people that are in your house, you know, from a race standpoint, from, a, you know, how they carry themselves, how they, you know, how they dress. You know, there are children that are less fortunate than my son that dress, that can't dress uh, the way he's able to dress, you know? Um, so, um, so we focus on those as well. Um, but that's, if, as far as co- coexisting, I try to teach empathy and compassion for sure. Like we talk about biblicrat and being inclusive, um, I, I try to teach my children to um, to uh, to to walk out, of, you know, outside in that in that manner. And I, I got you beat, Mike, because I got a 23 year old and a 21 year old. <laughs> oh man, you beat for real for real. You real. know, yeah, yeah. But um, you know, but it's been my wife and I are very open with our boys, you know, about the bills, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to sex about money you know um we're open with them and not in a trying to be their best friend kind of way but in a very open dialogue you know um my 11 year old brought some you know he brought some images to me that he saw on on TikTok, and he brought it to me and he was dealing with anguish with it for about a month over what he saw he couldn't even tell me what he saw and eventually he told me he saw something and he wondered how it felt so it's it was that what was he exposed to that made him think a certain way? But because he has parents he can come to and we have healthy dialogue about it, that's what we had. And I didn't say, hey, man, sex before marriage, you going to hell. That's it. No, I was yeah. like, hey, man, I want you to make wise decisions. You might not want to have sex before marriage because, hey, you're three parts. You know, um, you're you're. You know, you're a spirit man, you know, you in a body, you possess a soul. We talked about that. We talked about soul ties. We talked about these different things. And it wasn't me trying to say, oh, man, let me get him focused on girls and make sure he's straight (laughs) so he's never gay. It was a I just want to make sure he's aware. Mm -hmm. So whatever decision he makes, first off, he's going to be old enough to make that type of decision. And we're going to talk about, like, he he wants an Apple Watch, right? And I was like, man, you want an Apple Watch? Yeah, Dad, I want an Apple Watch. You got one. I'm like, well, let's go buy you a, a Walmart seven dollar watch. And if you can keep up with that one, 100%. then maybe we'll get an Apple Watch later. But it's the progression of responsibility. Saying that you want to be a a girl and no longer a boy at such a young age is a huge responsibility. Robs them of their innocence. You know, huge. So um, that's 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 where I'm at
0: with yeah, it. I just don't. I don't. You don't. As a parent, you don't want to be looked at or frowned upon because you're teaching your child what you was taught, or you're teaching your child how you was raised. If I was raised in a Christian household, what am I going to? What else do you expect me to teach my child? Right. But as along the way she grows, then she start venturing off in her own world. I understand that, but you can't be mad at me because I'm teaching my my child a Christian walk, a Christian lifestyle, because you think, oh, I'm keeping her from getting to know her true self. No, I know my daughter's true self. You know why? Because she's a part of me. Right. I conduct that until she can conduct that. No sure. doubt. You know? So audience,
4: mm-hmm. do us a favor and tell us about your experiences with Parrington in this day and age and some of the struggles that you have. And let's talk
3: about sure, it. Sure, be honest with us. Leave a comment and, uh, you know, hit us up, merloshays.com. Um, we talked about being inclusive. Mm-hmm. And um, so, Tarmel, I want you to dive deeper into our Biblocrat movement. Like, you know, we have the shirts on, they say Biblocrat. Yep. um, But tell us more about the vision behind the Biblocrat summer collection.
4: Yep, so so this summer we drop in a lot of colorful shirts, man, to represent the Biblocrat brand. Biblocrat means that I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm a Biblocrat. That means that fundamentally, I make my decisions based on the Bible, not how I feel not what's convenient, or none of those things, right? It's all about inclusion. It's about loving each other, hearing each other's walks, meeting each other where you at, and enjoying life. Destiny Intersections. So we're we dropping a new line. Uh, it's also available at the Infinite Potential store in uh, Altamont Springs, Florida, um, and at MerlotShades.com and or biblicrat.com. Going on there and get you uh, some gear. So you can look as dope
3: as uh, Brooke does in her shirt. Yeah, right. you are. Loving that peach, man. <laughs> That's dope. I'm going to have to get one of those. Um, so y'all know I take notes. <laughs> um, what did we learn today? Um, there's a difference between acceptance and enabling. You brought that one up. That's super dope. Um, Brooke told us that we got to ask our kids a million and one questions just like they ask us. <laughs> huh. Um Tarmel told us that respect is the baseline. That's the starting point. That's super dope, I love that. Biblicrat is definitely inclusion only. And this might be my favorite one from Pastor B exemplified by action and deed what love is and how it was intended. I love that one, man. So make sure y'all hit us up, man. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. If you're listening to this on any of the podcast platforms, please subscribe so we can keep this going. Make sure y'all hit us up on the gram at Merlot shades. Um before we get out of here, shout out to Nice Media, man. Of course. Oh yeah. Y'all know we got a sister behind the boards and she killing it, peaches Johnson. Wife of the great past, the B. as the Brandon yep. Johnson for sure, man. <laughs> A super power couple, man. Like, I want to be like them when I grow
4: up. Like, hey, straight up. Hey, out, shout out. <laughs> shout out to Jaleesa Moore, man. Yeah. Our yeah. social oh, media y'all. analyst taking care of us in the, on the back end, making sure that everything's going the way it
3: should. Cuz, oh, yeah, she's killing our social media. Yep. And, yep. man, making sure that we're visual, we're up to date, engaging y'all, yep. and just keeping y'all with fresh content, man. So definitely shout out to Jaleesa. Um Before we go, though, BK, give me your website. Let them know.
2: Oh, yes. Come to Now Be Adored, which is now N-O-W-B adored, B-A-D-O-R-E-D dot com. Visit me there or on Instagram at Now Be Adored.
3: And y'all see the website on the screen so don't act like you don't. Right. And if you're just listening to it, she just spelled it out for you. So you might want to get it together. No excuses. Like my boys say, tee up, man. Tee man. up. Tee up, bruh. Run that. Tee up, bruh. But all right, man. So before we get out of here, um, I want to hit y'all with the GMD Song of the Week. That's the God Made Dirt Song of the Week. Like my brother said, no cornfields, no religion. We ain't doing that. It's nothing but the hottest. Now, it's representing the kingdom, but it's still hot like fire today. So um, this one is from our homeboy, David Billy Jr. out of Detroit. He's actually family to the show, right? Um, and more importantly, he's hitting us with a nostalgic 90s vibe mixed with praise and worship. So this song is called Unstoppable. It's available on all major platforms. So, GMD fam, stream and download this joint, man. And as always, y'all already know, GMD, it's all on us.
1: I know. I know.
6: You are unstoppable. Are unstoppable. Do you believe that you are unstoppable? Let me talk about it. Let me talk about it. Moments come and go. Sometimes you're high, sometimes you're low. You're feeling like you can't take. You're feeling like you won't. Baby, but let me tell you, troubles won't last always Just stay focused and don't sway The master is on your side So when the enemy shows up, just say I'm, I'm unstoppable I serve a God that's invincible You are the one that covers me The only one that I really told me You're unbreakable You can trust me because I'm stupid can. You see me do the impossible yeah. So with me everything is possible Twist and turns will come in your life Twist and turns can cause foresight I'm telling you that the twist and turns Will show you the fortitude God put inside of you He allowed the twist and turns He allowed the fire to burn He allowed the pain so you could learn what it means to discern Wrong or right, darkness or light, uh-oh flee or fight, patience or flight, uh-oh oh, I'm telling you, he has all the insight I'm telling you, he'll never lose a fight All he do is win-win Since the beginning in him, there's no losing With him, I'm cruising There's no backing up because he's my backer Unstoppable, oh, oh, oh. I serve my God, that's invincible Invincible You oh, are the, that oh, oh, you're the, the only one that, that really Told me. me You're unbreakable. Oh, oh, you can oh, trust oh, me because I'm the same Yes I
1: can You see me do